Hello, this is Dan Winter, and this is the Montesano School District Podcast. Today is Friday, March 8th, and this is episode 11. Feel free to subscribe in order to stay up to date with the goings-on around the district. We'll be holding brief interviews with staff, students, and community members to discuss topics that may be of interest. Today's guest is junior-senior high teacher Gretchen Ray. Gretchen, thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Tim, welcome back. Always good to be here. It's always good to have you. Uh, so, Gretchen, wanted to talk to you about your transition from specifically third grade to the junior senior high. So, you've been with us in Montana for four years. Yep, four years. Taught in Aberdeen before that for nine-ish. Yep. So, we hired you as a third grade teacher, and you did a fantastic job there. And then this art job opens... So what about that got you thinking, hmm, I would love to work with junior high kids? Well, it's art has always been something that's a passion of mine. Um, I loved art in college, loved art prior to college, and really... Where did you go to college? I graduated from PLU in my undergraduate okay. career. Go Lutes. Go Lutes. Yeah. And I, it was something that I found myself doing in my dorm room and decided that art was something that I should pursue. And so I did. But at that time, art programs were going away in elementary schools. And I really saw myself as an elementary school teacher. So I did my career of elementary school for 15 years. And I saw that art position open and really did some soul searching of is that something I want to pursue? And it was. So that's when I started asking questions about what would it take for an elementary teacher to head up to the high school and teach art. So so what about going to the high school has been the most surprising thing for you in terms of working with kids of that age? Oh, uh, do you? Ha- it's only 10 minutes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess the biggest thing for me is that There's really no difference as far as kids go, whether they're eight years old or they're 18 years old. Really, behaviorally, they're they're all about the same. They all have the same needs. And so I just expected a big difference with teenagers, and it's really not that big of a difference um, when you get down to the basic needs of every child. So I think that's been the biggest surprise for me. Okay, so I was in your classroom two, three weeks ago, and it was a high school class, and there were kids doing a project, and I was commenting about my lack of art skills. Mm -hmm. And your comment back to me was, everyone has the ability to do art. So if it's somebody like me or a student with the same sort of artistic inability, what do you do with those kids to show them that they can have success in art? A big thing that happens in our art room is we allow ourselves to fail. And so if you, for me, a student like you who believes that I can't do art, I'm going to show you that you can do art by having you fail and look at your failures and see absolutely that that's art no matter what. We all see art differently. We all create art differently. And so if you can look at your failures and see where there's artistic elements within that, then you're going to start to see yourself as an artist. So, um, you know, those classes there are those not classes, but those things that people go to where they, there's a group and they all paint a picture and yeah, which blows me away because I still think I couldn't figure that out. Um, even though, you know, you follow Bob Ross along, but sure. Um, that's, what's interesting to me. I would love to be able to do art. Yeah. And you can. 
well, you keep saying that. <laughs> I'm not going to believe it. <laughs> well, you are in a room with several art challenge people. So my, I guess my question to you, Gretchen, would be, how would you take someone like myself, art challenged and horrible, to take us? So what's the first step? You said, well, we're going to make you believe that whatever you drew was a failure, but it's going to get better. But still, you draw a picture of a horse. I draw a picture of a horse. There's going to be some decided differences. True. Yes. It, it it's, starts with mindset as well. Your expectations of what your horse should look like are going to have to change in an art as an artist. So part of being looking at that failure, and, and everybody sees that word failure differently. I see it in that it's opportunities for growth and learning. And so if you think that your horse should look exactly like this picture of a horse that you're trying to draw, but it doesn't look like that, then as an artist, you need to reshape your thinking. Um, I really am into growth mindset as well. So if we walk into an art room and we're like, I'm a terrible artist, I can't draw, I'm not ever going to create art in my life, then you will fulfill that. Yes, you won't. But if you walk in knowing, okay, I'm going to look at this picture of a horse and now I'm going to see what elements of that horse I want to bring out into my drawing or whatever I'm doing, did I capture that? Yes, then you are on your way to becoming an artist at that point. So in in the grading, in the high school kids, I'm just assuming are kind of grade conscious and they want to make sure that they get an A. Yes. But I still basically don't have the same talent that you have. How do I get an A in art and still not be the artist that you think I should be? Well, so when you go... My grading is not on artistic ability. Okay, good. My grading <laughs> I have a is, chance. <laughs> is on, are you following directions? Are you, are you trying? If I have some artists that are fearful perfectionists, and so they won't even put anything out on a paper, and I just have to get them to try. So did, you know, a lot of my projects have criteria that I want my artists to follow. And as long as they're going through and really looking at that list of, whatever it is, like right now we're working on a song lyric art. Are they going through and really looking at song lyrics, picking out specific verses, and then creating art based upon that in their medium that they want to do? If they do that and they're spending the time to reflect as artists, they're spending the time to uh, collaborate with each other as artists, come in and spend their time wisely in class, then then yeah, they're going to get an A because that's the point. I want them to be creative. And their song lyric art is going to look much different from anybody else's. But that's the point of art. Art so needs to be different. Is it sometimes easier to work with a student that may not have the same kind of artistic ability as someone who is the perfectionist that is is really hesitant to take some chances and yes. try something new? Absolutely. Um I tell students that perfectionism is paralyzing. It's incredibly paralyzing. And I have seen it more often than not in myself as well as in my students. And so for me, art has been one of those things that has stopped me from being a perfectionist and has helped me to move forward. And so I really try to get those perfectionist students to move beyond that. It's not going to be perfect. So how can you accept it the way that it is and, and get somewhere from this? But yeah, those students that could care less and just put something on the paper, it's great because then they're actually, they do something and they think about it. And, oh, 
oh yeah, well, that's not where I wanted it, but that's okay. And moving on to the next step, it, yeah, it, it's far easier. Well, that's interesting because as you know, I'm the athletic director here at Montesano and athletics is based on failure as well. Yes. And you, you know, you're just never going to perfect uh, the sport that you're involved in. And it's how you deal with your failure that makes you the person you are. So I just uh, really appreciated that comment. I do want to know, ask you though, uh, Gretchen, what if I had to in art? There's so many different factions or sections or styles. What would be your specialty? Is it oil painting? Is it uh, sculpture? Or or what would you say is your favorite area? My favorite area is acrylic painting on canvas. Okay. Um, I haven't done it for many years, mm -hmm. but if I that's my go-to if. I think about art and what art I want to create, that's that. I'm also an artist that has a real, I struggle with creating from things in my head. I create from things that I could see and I'm an observational artist. So as long as I can see it, I, I can create it. Okay, let's go back to this horse thing. <laughs> if you were gonna draw a horse, Tim, what kind of horse would it be? Well, it'd be a race horse because I want to have a horse that's sleek and athletic looking. I don't know how that would look. Um, I have to take one second and just say that um, for years we hung a Christmas angel that I made in first grade on our Christmas tree. And after about eight to 10 years, my mom looked inside of it and saw a U. And basically my teacher had gave me a U. And from that day forward, it was a U angel. So I always kind of felt like I failed at art. Was that the unsatisfactory you that was the unsatisfactory you and therefore the you angel was has been on our tree and i still have it to this day and i'd like to show gretchen sometime because i think that she could come up with some a better way to do that absolutely <laughs> okay gretchen what's your horse oh i i i don't know the names of horses but i always like the ones i think they're like painted horses that have the black or not the brown and the white and they're all sorts of different colors. No, I don't know horses either. Yeah. And so. my wife does. So she, if I get this wrong, but that might be called a paint. Okay. But there's also an Appaloosa and, you know, Matt Dillon wrote a Palomino on Gunsmoke. Uh, I'm going to go with the Clydesdale. Oh, those are good. I like the hooves. Yeah. Okay. You're going to go with the workhorse. Well, then they're just big. Okay. Could I draw it? No. But you could try. I would certainly give it a shot. <laughs> well, Gretchen, I know that kids are thrilled to have you over there. I hear all the time, Miss Ray is awesome um, from both junior high and high school kids. So it's great to have you over there. And I know you're looking to expand the art program yes. as we go along. Yes. And I'm excited to see what that becomes. So thanks again for being on the podcast and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be there. All right.